Welcome to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we are unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Crystal Roberts, and together with Trisha Ryan, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we're exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hey, Crystal. Hi, Trisha. How are you doing today? I'm I'm great. I'm glad that uh, we are at this point of the day because I really love podcasts. (laughs) So yeah, it's going to be great. So what have you been doing this week? So this week, just really busy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm so grateful for that. I've got some great coaching clients and um, some group coaching that's going on and leadership development, Mm. which is really fun. I closed out one with one class, which was a, a 13-week program. Wow. And I'm super excited to be able to stay with this group. We're doing bi-monthly check-ins. So uh, I was realizing that even in my coaching, when I have to say goodbye to people when we're at the end of the contract, it's always so hard. So uh, it's fun to be able to stay connected to this group uh, oh, for a year. Yeah. That's wonderful. And, yeah. you know, just the building those relationships are so important. And I think especially once they've gained trust in you and you've got that that rapport, um, so much more learning goes on in that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's my it was my favorite day. Um, it's similar to when we taught together our leadership program at the mm-hmm. port where the last day they do a final presentation. They talk about how everything they've learned and how it's impacted them and how they're going to apply that continuing to sustain their learning and that sort of thing. And it's my favorite day because it feels so good to actually see the impact it's made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love that too. It's like, um, I think it's good for them to hear themselves say it out loud too sometimes, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it's until you do that in front of people you have maybe never had to speak in front of really outside of just a few comments here and there it is it's kind of life impacting because now you you have it out there in the world you believe it you own it you know yeah that's very cool well i'm enjoying this weather we've been having um we've had a little bit of rain a lot of wind last night oh my goodness i got out this morning and i looked outside and in the back there were branches all over the backyard so i know we had some wind i didn't really hear it but i do enjoy this this time of year when it's uh the dampness in the air i kind of like it because it's taking care of my plants too and um and it smells like fall it does smell like fall doesn't it yeah yeah Yeah. the other really cool thing was um we went to last night i went with my daughter and her boyfriend and with my husband the four of us went to a seattle kraken game Ah. (laughs) yes oh my gosh which is our local pro hockey team and they're pretty new i think it's but they are what like second year maybe third year uh for their season second year second year Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was really really fun to see the the team they did they lost but it was still really fun to see this energy the energy of the group and the energy of the um crowd Mm -hmm. i haven't been it's been a long time since i've been in a crowd like that and so that was really fun yeah well i'm i'm kind of jealous that you got to see the Kraken. I'm not a big um, hockey fan. However, it's just because I have not really been around it much in my life. However, they are a hot team. They yeah. may not have won last night, but they are they are viewed very strongly by people all over the United States. There are a lot of fans that don't live in the state of Washington who just love the Kraken now. And 
you know, they're, they're the newbies. They're the new kids on the block. And so everybody's kind of looking at them. And there's a lot of energy around them. So I'm, I'm anxious to go see them sometime. Not even just to see them in a way. I just want to get to the Climate Ch- Pledge Arena. I want to yeah. see that new arena. It sounds like it's just amazing. It's gorgeous. And I think one of the things as I was sitting there, and of course, you know, we come with our lens of being coaches, right? <laughs> and I was thinking, wow, it must have felt so good for the people. There were so many people that were so passionate about bringing this team there and um, updating and um, constructing the climate change arena. And to, I'm sure when they sat there and they saw this is my dream come to, to life, mm-hmm. you know, I, and they did, like you said, it's beautiful. And they did such a great job. It's gotta be really satisfying. And you know, what we're going to be talking about today, and I know you're going to introduce this, but part of it is really getting in touch with what you want mm-hmm. and your purpose to, mm-hmm. so that you can actually achieve your dreams. I thought, I bet, I bet they had some people out there that were journaling. They had oh, yeah. some people out there certainly doing self-reflection. And then also the, just the ability to stick with it. Because I know it took years to make this happen. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of effort that went, went into it. And so how do you, you know, how do you have that motivation? How do you keep moving forward? How do you even start at the very beginning and say, what do I want? What is my passion? So I, last night I was sort of basking in that thinking, I know this is new and I know it took years and I really was appreciating the effort that this so many people put mm-hmm. into it. Oh, and I just want to say one other thing that was so cool is there's a lot of a lot of things that happen and I don't know if this was unusual or if this is what they just do where they were giving back. So that was really interesting like throughout the whole um throughout the whole game they had just different things where like they had uh, a nonprofit that was there and they were talking about you know how to raise money for them and so they raised a bunch of money for this nonprofit and they had um a a band that was there and the band's purpose was all about lifting up other people what yes and so it's like the whole i've just the whole vibe there was like, this is a place that is just different. I think know? we need to talk about a new theme song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was, that part was really fun as well. It's like yeah. you felt, of course you were there and having fun, but there was also a really good vibe around doing good for the community and doing mm-hmm. good for others. So I love that. You know, I think we may have a a future podcast topic to discuss because that's one of the things that um, I I think there's a lot to unpack around uh, the the people in the Northwest and Mm -hmm. how they how they don't just have a passion that doesn't go anywhere. They always act on their passions, and not just that. Once they've done it, they commit to um, to owning it and yeah. to and to supporting it and they don't give up i mean you can see that in all of our sports efforts here yeah. you know it's a, it's amazing but i think that actually is a a topic we could talk about because it also is very much about leadership right yeah yeah so, so you know i gotta just say one more thing sure <laughs> here we go <laughs> this is an interesting <laughs> podcast i hope people <laughs> stick with it so Obviously, it's an ice arena, mm-hmm. right? And so they have Zambonis, and uh-huh. that's what they call them. I love Zambonis. <laughs> yeah. I do. And one of the things they had was they were honoring people. They mm-hmm. had, one was a kindergarten teacher. Um, two of the people were um, staff members from this nonprofit that they were raising money for. There was an architect. And they rode around on the Zamboni and they waved like they were in a parade. Like a float. Like a float. (laughs) And they were on the big jumbotron. It was was such a cool way that somebody got honored and appreciated. I thought that is so creative. Anyway, I just wanted to share that too. because So again, it was just sort of that spirit of honoring and lifting people up. Yeah, it sounds like you guys had a really wonderful night. Actually, yeah, yeah. you know, when you can, when you can still be feeling good about it, and you are smiling. If you have, if you're listening, and you can't 
<laughs> hear her smile, I will tell you she's smiling. But, you know, 24 hours later, I think that's pretty amazing. You yeah. know, these days things are a little a little less lasting sometimes, yeah. you know, so that's wonderful. I'm yeah. so glad you went. That's great. So, you know, we were talking about uh, how people might be journaling or reflecting, and I was thinking this morning as I was simmering on what, what we could be really talking about with, with this topic, I was thinking there really are a whole lot of different ways that you can reflect. You know, there are people who want to reflect out loud, right? And so they'll say it out loud, but it, it's gone. It's gone in that moment, um, unless it's in your memory, right? Yeah. But it's gone. And there are, you know, you can talk to people that you know, you could talk to your family, you can talk to your friends, somebody else that maybe trusted colleagues or something like that. And, and that's just kind of maybe reflecting out loud on what you're experiencing or what you're going through or just a topic, just a thought of something. Um, you could just take a long walk and think about it. You know, think about something and, and internally reflect in your mind. And then you could do something a little more lasting. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Taking your innermost thoughts and your fears or your dreams or your, you know, your, I don't know, hopes, your aspirations, you know, you're talking about your sadness or your joy. All of that stuff can be written down. And in this age where a lot of people don't write anymore, it it's turning out to be a really amazing tool for people who are trying to get through things and move move forward, right? Yeah. And including being innovative, right? So yeah. so today what we're gonna talk about, Crystal, is journaling. And the, we thought we would do this for you, those of you who are listening, we thought we would talk about journaling a little bit because a lot of people are uncomfortable with the whole idea because they don't quite understand what it is, they think there's an expectation of how you're going to write and all that, and and I think we're going to probably put that to rest today. Yeah, I think a lot of people have negative experiences around writing, where mm -hmm. they've gotten feedback and they think about the red pen, right? Whether your teachers yes. would mark up your papers with red pen, and it it just seems like you know you could never quite get it right. So yeah, journaling writing on a daily basis for some people, I know is, is kind of a hard thing. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think the part that, that sort of throws that out the window is the fact that journaling is something that you do for yourself. Yeah. You know, you don't have to share that. In fact, you shouldn't. I mean, this is where your innermost thoughts come out, right? It's just where, or a question that you have that you're kind of, pondering, you know, those kind of anything that you're thinking of, we're going to talk about that in a second. But, but I know people who had issues writing, you know, I have a friend, a really good friend who had a, a learning disability when he was young, and really got a lot of negative feedback in school about his inability to write, and didn't write for a really long time, but has started journaling actually started about three years ago, and now journals all the time. And sometimes it's how he actually maps out an issue. He breaks it down into a process. And you could do that in any piece of paper, but for him, he makes it a personal effort yeah. so that it means something to him. And I think that's just you know kind of a cool thing to do. So what in the heck is journaling anyway? Well, I think... What we're we're proposing is that journaling is something that is that really can be defined by a much broader perspective. And what you were saying around the actual writing, some people and we we encourage it to try it out mm -hmm. to actually take pen to paper, yeah, or pencil to paper, and actually write something. Um, but some people really prefer to do something electronic and that's fine too. If that's what really tugs at your heart, then, then use that. But we would encourage you to, to push it a little bit and try it because there is a lot of evidence that the physical act of actually doing the writing does actually help um, with that process of sort of pulling those things out of your head and getting them onto paper. It can be kind of a physical experience. Yeah. 
but journaling, I'm, there was a, a big craze. It's not so popular anymore, but I know people who still do it around the bullet journaling where it's not actually writing sentences, but it is actually about, um, you know, the writing the pictures uh, or drawing the pictures mm -hmm. and making them creative so that it's more fun too. And that actually you can do a little interpretation around colors and pictures and yeah. that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I was, I would say, you know, in terms of what is journaling to me, journaling is, um, is an opportunity <laughs> and it's an opportunity for me to write down on a piece of paper and I choose paper and pen over technical and for my own reasons. I work on, on a computer all day long. <laughs> and this is one thing that is absolutely a departure from that. And so it, it really actually puts my thinking in a different mode. Yeah. So I like journaling because it makes me slow down. It forces me not to think, okay, type as fast as you can or type, you know, whatever. And I don't have to worry about misspelled words or autocorrect or any of that stuff, it doesn't matter because I'm the only one that's going to read it if I read it, right? I just have yeah. to get it out. Yeah. So I, I think for me it is that that physical writing down of occurrences that are happening in my world, uh, concerns I might have, uh, things that, that just make me curious, you know, just anything. And it's just, um, that's what it is for me. That's what journaling is for me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the cadence is an interesting question. A lot of people ask about that, like how often do I have to journal? And I think that's, again, a very personal thing. Like what what is it that makes sense to you? S some people like to do it every day. I actually have a journal. It's called the five-minute journal. Mm. It, it's actually something I purchased. And they you actually journal twice a day. So in the morning and then at night and nice. they give you a, a quote and then this is my favorite part of it is you get up in the morning and before you actually do anything, you write down, I am three things that you're grateful for. And we know there's lots of research around how that actually can help you be a happier person by right. actually doing that. I'm grateful for what would make today great. And then a daily affirmation, I am whatever. And then at night, before you go to bed, three amazing things that happened today. Mm. And how could I have, how could I have made today even better? Nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's that, it almost gives you a guideline or some yeah. guidelines for how you might want to journal, especially for somebody who might not know exactly how to start something like that. And it's focused. So it's great if you want to set yourself up for a positive day. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. You know, start out in the morning with that. That that would set the tone, I would think. For it's It's funny. People who don't journal may not understand that. It really does set the tone when you write something or you say something in the mirror, even um, that is positive, and you and you say it a few times, and you say it with with conviction. Yeah. Or you write it down, and you put now it's there. If you write it in pen, it's there. Trust me. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to ignore the fact that you did kind of have to sit in a space before you wrote something positive. And so you're actually yeah. starting to feel different already, yeah. you know, so you're setting yourself up for a positive day. Yeah. So why is it so important? Why do you think it, this is something that um, is basically promoted all over the world right now? And it's been for a long time, but now, particularly since we had a pandemic, you know, yeah. it's like, why is it so important? Well, I think for me, it's really about that pause. It's really about being intentional. We're all so busy and we can just run through our days without any any sort of self-reflection at all. And so I think it is really important. It does help us with self-awareness, helps mm -hmm. us with our development to know kind of where are we today? And if we want to, we can go back and look six months, a year ago, where was I then and how have I grown? So being able to actually kind of compare and see what, what has been my path of, of development. Mm -hmm. um, 
it helps me to have greater focus and can help me have insights. So I think one of the interesting things about journaling is that even though you might start out with a prompt or something you want to actually write down, if you just allow yourself to keep going, you oftentimes end up in a place that you never would have thought of before. So I do think that's where those insights come from is you actually start making some of these connections that aren't apparent just by sitting and thinking about it. Oh, I experience that almost every day. I, seriously, I will start out and sometimes I just have a question or sometimes it's just a word that I'm curious about or you know something that because I, I've been hearing it a lot lately and it's like, how do I really want to use that? And then why do I really want to use that? And then, you know, what's, what's behind it? What, what could I, how could I better convey that, you know? And then I start spinning on in my head about where this goes and why people do, and it's not the word, it is, it ends up being something completely different. But that's the beauty of journaling is yeah. that it is a free flow of whatever is in your head. If you have stories in your head, because we all do, or if we have, um, you could say the voices in my head, one tells me I'm not good enough, one tells me I'm too good for everybody, you know, which one do I believe? Well, I'm going to journal on both of them because I'd like to get right with or find my my North Star or whatever to yeah. to make sure that I'm not leaning too far one way or the other. And sometimes it's not until I write it on paper that I realize, you know what, you're overreacting to something. You know, just this is this is not, this is too extreme and the other side's too extreme. So where in the middle can you meet and, and what does that look like for you? And so I'll end up with maybe not even anything to do with that word. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And um, at the same time, you can use it that way. You can use it for focus. You can use it for planning. Yes. Like what are the th most important things for me to get done today and get that and get that uh, figured out? Like what's the next step? What's the next step I can take today? Mm -hmm. What's one step I can take? You know, one of the things that we've both taught a lot about is fixed versus growth mindset. Yeah. And I know that there are times when I make a stand on something. And I realize that perhaps I'm being a little fixed. So journaling helps me unpack that a little bit. And often I'll, I will find that something that I maybe from childhood, I don't know, a fear that I might have had or, or an experience that was negative that caused me to think that all things in this realm are, you know, I don't want to know about or whatever. So it, then I explore. So what would it look like if I didn't? put a stop to it? What if I, yeah. you know, how far could I go? And nine times out of 10, I mean, I don't have a lot of fixed moments in my world, but I do have them. Everybody does. And it gives me a different perspective. And it enables me to look in to somebody else's world sometimes, especially if I've got a different opinion, and mine is a little more fixed. I put myself in their shoes for a minute, and it makes it a lot easier for me to see, okay, so now... I can see where I have been a little short-sighted, maybe not thinking um, a little more holistically, which I want to do. Um, and what can I do to change that? And it could be steps. It could be one thing. It could be acknowledgement alone. Yeah. But, but it's getting it on paper makes it real for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I would say also just this personal heart connection. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is really important. And I was thinking about uh, a time just recently where I was journaling and I knew that my intent at that, at that moment was just to capture so that I could remember later what that moment felt like. Wow. And yeah. especially when something really big is happening can be, positive, something really happy. It could be something really hard. Mm -hmm. And just kind of capturing how you're feeling in that moment and what's going on with you so that you can go back and actually revisit it and see where have I gone from there. 
Yeah, that's, that's powerful, actually. And, you know, I know a lot of people who journal through a crisis and afterwards, when you come out on the other side of that crisis, and it's um, therapeutic, you know, we're not, we are coaches, we are not therapy, you know, we're not therapists. But journaling is probably close to therapy sometimes for people. It's just acknowledging and, and opening up. And that heart connection is so important. Yeah. This is the one place where you can do that. If you're somebody who doesn't feel comfortable opening up, um, and but you really feel like you need to have some outlet, journaling is a great place to do that, you know, and it may make you feel more comfortable opening up in the future once you get comfortable with reading it on a piece of paper, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what's in it for me, right? What is the benefit of co- of journaling? For me, it's stress reduction and centering. So it does help me, it, part of that pause, it does create for me sort of it's sort of cathartic you can get those feelings get those ideas out Mm -hmm. and so in that way it reduces stress and it reduces anxiety yeah and you know there are studies there are many studies now on the um benefit of journaling for health and well-being and mental well-being and we saw um there are i i was just reading an article that quoted and i'll have to find it and maybe we'll put it on the on the uh, website, but it was a, a study that came out of New England during the pandemic, and journaling was seen as one of the factors that uh, prevented people from, you know, doing drastic things to, their, to themselves during uh, the pandemic. Those people who had not been alone because they were, they might have been single or they may not have had another family member in the home. And all of a sudden, were all by themselves. Um, they found that journaling was very helpful for them uh, beyond, you know, Zoom and all the other uh, yeah. ways to get in touch with people. But but journaling was seen as a really huge factor in keeping people healthy. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I believe that's true too. I also think it's a way to, if I'm overreacting to something, and I said this earlier, but if I or if I feel a lot of anger or angst or, you know, I'm disappointed or, or I'm extremely happy, but I'm like, I'm wondering, am I too happy on this? Am I like overreacting? But I get it. I get right with my emotions when I'm able to unpack them. And it could be just writing, you know, wow, I'm so happy right now about this situation. I'm not quite sure why I'm so happy, but I am happy. And, and here's what I'm experiencing. And I just start, I just start writing. And, it could be free flow writing. It doesn't matter what I say. But by the end of that, I usually feel a little more centered. I don't have a lot of these extreme moments, but we do have them. And we've had them over the last few years more yeah. than not. So this has been pretty helpful. Yeah, yeah. And also, for me, I use it for for planning. So being able to actually identify what are my future goals mm-hmm. and then to think about what are some possible ways to actually achieve that. And especially when I'm trying to break outside of a, either a stated boundary or maybe an assumed boundary, um, just really pushing, pushing those boundaries for me. And so I, I think that's a, a helpful thing too, just to be able to write it down first before I talk to somebody else about it. Yeah, you know, that's powerful, like writing it down before you talk to somebody else. Um, that's one thing that I did want to stress, you know, just because you write it in a journal doesn't mean it's there and nowhere else. You know, it may be your first step towards sharing with other people, you know, if you want to share something, especially if it's an idea, or especially if it's something that like, to your point, your plan, you want to share that with somebody so that it may impact them, or it may involve them, right? So um, I think that's a great idea. It kind of puts things in kind of lines up your ducks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, which Which is is super helpful for me, because I realized um, through some of the work that I've been doing that I'm an ideator. So I love to come up with ideas and new things, but sometimes if I haven't thought them through, it can feel like, oh, here's all these ideas, but how are we, how would we ever accomplish any of that? Mm. And so it, it can erode my credibility. 
And so I'm learning to do more of this where I write down my all my ideas and then I actually start to flush them out before I share them so that I can talk a little bit more mm-hmm. in depth about what does this idea really mean? What could it accomplish? And maybe what would it take at a high level to actually move this and, and actually get get this this goal or idea implemented? You know, I... I like that as well. I really do. A lot of times I, I have these great ideas in my head, but until I write them down, they seem like they're just really great ideas in my head, right? Or they may be kind of pie in the sky. And I have written ideas down before, and at the end of the day, I thought, I don't think we could implement this. I don't really yeah. know how to do it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to throw it away because someday I might. I may just need something that I don't have now, or a knowledge or a skill or something. But um, but it's it's almost like an inventor's head, you know? Yeah. And, and you are. You are very much an inventor, a creator, right? And I know this because... I've worked with you for a long time, <laughs> but, um, but it's true. I think that yeah. it's a great place for people who have ideas to get them out. It, it's a great way to find out if you've got, if you've got something, you know, if there's something to this yeah. or if it's just a great idea at the moment, but someday it'll be amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And you know, at the end of the day though, it all starts with just a few things, right? Yeah. Journaling. Yeah. And, how do you start even journaling? How do you do it? I think it kind of starts with a pen and paper. I think so. I or mean, we're recommending that for sure. Yeah. Um, but we know that really can be challenging. So for for some gener- younger generation, right? There's an iPad. There's a Surface. <laughs> there's all sorts of things you could use, right? The, yeah. Your computers that, yeah. It's yeah. true. But I, I can tell you that if you do want to try writing, if you want to try something that's a little, you know, get out of your comfort zone for a minute and try something that may seem a little uncomfortable. You may find you like it. I just talked to somebody yesterday who has been journaling for a while, who who has learned, this is a person I may never have thought would be a journaler and um, has learned to love it and now does it a few times a day. Yeah. So I think there's there's real value in it, but it takes that pen, pencil, or, you know, pen or pencil, or perhaps stylus, and mm-hmm. paper. And I know for me, I'm, a, I'm an office supply junkie, yeah. which most people know about me if they know me. Um, I like things that are cool. And so when I start journaling, if, I, if I've stopped for a little while, I will go to my favorite bookstore that has a whole section on journals. And I will spend more time than not going through everything I can find for that perfect looking journal. And all it is, is just a hardcover book or maybe a soft cover spiral bound book, but it's got cool pages and they may not have a thing on them except lines, but it speaks to me. And then I go looking for that perfect pen (laughs) and I may have pens, but you've got to have one that flows and it's got to be the right kind of flow and it's got to be the right color. And it's got, you know, so I, I am very much into the whole aesthetics of it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it totally makes sense. Um, I, that's my recommendation too, is to actually go and find something that speaks to your heart because then you'll be more apt to pick it up. So if you're feeling good about looking at it, that it's appealing, um, the other way to go about it, if people don't want to spend the money on it is to buy something cheap, Yes, you know, at a store and then decorate it yourself you know you put stickers on it Mm -hmm. paint it whatever sort of mode you want to do and I think that works as well to make it appealing however you want to do that you know I when you say that it makes it reminds me of my mom and my mom used to journal every day Mm. she was big on journaling and she did it my whole life but she used those you know when you go to um you know the big box stores for school supplies and yeah. they have the spiral bound notebooks Yeah, and she would buy a 10 pack and that would be, those would be her journals for the year. And she would write a page and a half, two pages at a, at a time and could go through one, one of those in 
probably just a couple of months. So by the end of the year, she had gone through more than half of them usually. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it was kind of neat, but she didn't really need anything fancy. She just wanted something to write on and she liked the bigger lines Mm. or the bigger space because it was easier on her eyes. So it doesn't really matter what you use, right? That was a good suggestion actually. Mm -hmm. And you need some some place to Mm. do this journaling, right? So that's something that I think is just as important as the pen and the paper or the computer is the space. And that's why journaling on paper can be a lot easier too than, than journaling in a computer because you can actually go anywhere to do that. Um, for me, it has to be a place where I feel kind of cozy and comfortable and I could be quiet and I don't have disturbances or anything. And, and that might be outside or it might be inside. What about you? Where do you like to journal? I'm both. I like I like inside. Um, if the weather's good, though, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm fair weather that way. I like to go outside. I think that's really fun, and I love that you can get a little creative when you're outside. So you might actually see a leaf and want to create a a map of the leaf or draw the leaf. Or it, it, there's a lot of inspiration that I get from nature. So I do prefer to be outside if it's not raining. Though I know you can get there's there's journals out there that you can get that you can write on them in the rain. They, but I think the cozy piece is more important to me. <laughs> you know, when you just said that, it made me think about a book that we learned about last year in a retreat we went to. Charles Lindbergh's wife wrote a book, and, and it was yeah. Gifts of the Sea, I think it was. Yeah. And um, and I know that she was writing the book, but it was very much like journaling. Mm-hmm. And she would like zoom in on a shell. And that, to me, is sort of what you were just talking about, yeah. a leaf. But that's so true. You know, one of the cool things about journaling is you can go outside and you can write about anything. It doesn't have to be what's on your mind. Sometimes that is enough, right? And yeah. sometimes that's really the what you want is to just let go of all the day-to-day stuff and write about something that you may not have noticed before. You know, we've heard that term you know, or that, that phrase that about, um, you know, go outside and smell the roses. Yeah. It, it has to do with us not doing that. It has everything to do with the fact that we get so embedded in our world, in our work world, in our family world, or in our obligations and all that stuff that we forget to stop and just reflect for a minute on the beauty that's around us, right? Yeah. So journaling can be so beautifully done, you know, just concentrating on something that's outside your door or your window or right out in front of you. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what you're getting at is an important distinction that journaling, and this is why we were saying it's like can be, we don't want to box it in, that it's not a diary. It's not Mm-mm. like writing down, here's everything I did today. It, it's just the fact that you're taking a pause and, and writing whatever is coming to you. So that's why I do think that the the nature, being inspired by something, so you may start out, just describing this beautiful flower or leaf or or how you're feeling with the breeze coming um, across your face or something like that. You can start there and then see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, it could be something that inspires you to think of something else or, or reflect on something that you experienced in your past, right? Yeah, yeah it's, um, I think that's, sort of the beauty of it. You said something, though, that I, I think we really should emphasize, and that is that journaling is not a diary. Having a journal is not having a diary. When I was a child, my mother gave me a diary every Christmas, and my sister got one too. And it was always a 365-day diary, right? Yep. <laughs> and um, and I remember what I would write in that diary was never my most innermost thoughts. I never did. It was yeah. really more like, oh, today, you know, I had this for breakfast and I think I'll have it again next tomorrow or, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And, you know, I, I went to so-and-so's house and we're going to go to a dance tomorrow and, you know, that kind of, it was really a reflection of what was going on. Yeah. And there was no real depth, I don't think, to the writing. Yeah. Um, but it gets you on a, 
in a pattern of writing all the yeah. time. And I think my mom did that because she liked to do that. You yeah. Know? So, but um, yeah, I think that's a really important thing because some people will be turned off by the whole idea. If you're just writing a diary, why don't you just get a diary? Yeah. Well, it's not a diary. Yeah. This is like so much deeper than that, right? Yeah. So it's deeper than that, but how do you start? You know, like I said before, it could start with one word. Yeah. Like you said, it could start with a leaf, right? Yeah. But there are, we have some examples that um, I think we can throw out there and just to, so you get an idea of something you could be, that could be a great journaling, you know, exercise. So um, you want, yeah, do we, you want me to, I'll read, yeah. a, I'll read a few and then you can read a few. Yeah. Um, is there, so here's the, these are some questions, sort of journal prompts that you right. can use. Is there a question you're sitting on? Is something confusing you? Is there something you don't understand? Did you have an insight you never expected? What just made you smile? How does it feel to be in your shoes? <laughs> I love that one. How does it feel to be in your shoes? And that could be metaphorically. I know. Or literally, <laughs> right? My feet are killing me. <laughs> So, okay, a couple more here. How might you see things differently in someone else's shoes? Is there a quote you would like to unpack? Quotes are a great place of inspiration. Mm -hmm. Dreams, desires, aspirations. What did you do today or this week that you're proud of? Write a letter to your future self. No. Write a letter from your future self. You could do it to your future self too. It doesn't yeah. really matter because you're writing your own journal. Who cares, <laughs> right? But but think of yourself as, let's say you're an, a sage at this point and you're trying to write to who you were back then, right? Um, what wisdom would you share with your future self? I think it's, it's really, you're a sage and you're trying to, um, you're looking at yourself as a young person, um, what kind of advice would you give yourself? Because I think sometimes hindsight is pretty important, yeah. pretty powerful. Yeah. And then, and then, what are you grateful for? What little things are you grateful for? What big things are you grateful for? But where's your gratitude lie? Yeah, yeah. You know that letter. That's such a powerful thing. The writing the letter for your future self. The other one that I've heard about is what would you say, knowing what you know now, what would you say to yourself as a child? Like what yes. did you need to hear back then that might help sort of heal you? And I was like, I've I've heard that just quite a bit recently. And I, I thought that's so powerful because we often do – carry these stories with us. You know, we were talking a little bit about mm -hmm. inner critic, right? And sage and wisdom and encourager and all these. And like that it's so important to be able to kind of look back and identify where do some of these messages that we continue to carry with us, where do they come from? And how can we examine them a little bit and see, are they, are they something that we can let go of? That, makes me think of values and we've talked about this yeah. and values it's like you know values are something that you know you learn when you're very little and as you go through life you you choose which ones you want to hold on to and you take on new ones because experience gives you life experience gives you a new view new perspective on how you want to make your decisions and how you want to hold yourself right yeah. and i just read about um it was in social media, actually, and it was a it was a, an icebreaker, and I thought oh, this is so cool. And this would be another journaling thing, and that is take a look or think about yourself when you're eight years old, mm -hmm. and what are the messages you got at eight years old that got you to where you are now that shaped who you are today. And I thought I thought that was kind of a cool thing that they showed a picture of the person who was um, was sharing it on social media a today picture and a picture of her when she was eight years old. And I thought, you know, that is brilliant. And it's also a journaling moment. You know, it's yeah. like if I, yeah. if I could think, if I could go back in time, 
you know? Where did things either go really super right and look at where I got from it? Or where did they not go so right? And what could I have done? How could I have looked at it differently? Or how can I now? Yeah. How can I let go of it now and just move forward? You know, it's a lot to that. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> we were just saying that journaling goes deep. It does. <laughs> it it really does. Very deep. <laughs> and, and we could go on for days and days, but I'm just going to say now what? So what do we do now? What do we, where do we take what we've done today? I think grab a piece of paper or if you really want to go out and find that beautiful journal, journal, go ahead and get it. Yeah. Go out there and look for it. Seek it out. Give yourself a deadline. Hey, this weekend I'm going to, or by midweek I'm going to, yeah. um, and, and just start small. I think, you know, that's one of the advice pieces of advice we give quite a bit too. It's like, it doesn't have to be a huge leap. Like I'm committing for the rest of my life to journal every single uh -uh. day. Yeah. <laughs> How about let's get the journal and let's put three entries in, you know, and maybe it's three in one week. Um, but start small, do something small. And then be sure you, you think about it when you get to near the third one and say, do I want to keep doing this? Am I enjoying it? Yeah. You know, do a little bit of introspection, right? Um, and make sure you have your space, yep. right? Don't forget to, you know, walk around and say, you know, where do I feel like I'm inspired enough to write something? It doesn't have to be anything you know, totally amazing, please, you know, it may be, and yay for you. Yeah. But if it is just a couple of sentences, you're doing a wonderful thing. You are on the road, you know, and yeah. that's, that's really where it starts. It just starts with a word, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing too, is like any habit, it takes some, it takes some repetition to actually make it happen. Yes. And so it's okay if you feel a little unease, because this is another one of those times for pausing, taking time, and that can be a challenge, I know, in this really busy world. Yeah. So, you know, how much can you commit to? Can you commit to six weeks, journaling a couple times a week? Just give yourself a chance for it to actually feel better if you're feeling sort of anxious about it. And if you're really wondering what you could write about or what, what your mindset needs to be to write. Trust me, it could be anything. You can go ahead and be silly, funny, serious, reflective, curious, angry, mm -hmm. sad. Just let your emotions come out and, and you know, put them on paper. It's okay because you're the only one who's going to see it. Yeah. And Crystal's going to give you the last two really important things that we <laughs> want you to walk away with. Yeah. There's no right or wrong journaling. Hopefully you got that throughout our whole session here. And there is no good or bad journaling. Oh, that is yeah. so true. No red pens unless you're like coloring in or something like that. But no one's going to look at this unless you share it with them. And even then, they should not be judging. Do you have the period in the right place? Have you capitalized the right words? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's just fun opportunity to go a little deeper and we hope you try it out it's going to be i think it's going to be amazing when you try it i think i hope you'll find out as both crystal and i have that there's so much value in just writing the words down and and reflecting on what we're writing and thinking about where where we're are thinking it helps us get through some trying times sometimes and it just makes you feel more centered at least it does me I, I feel much more centered when I do that it's been a really important part of my my journey so yeah I, I agree with you I think um, I'm I'm looking forward now to going and journaling this afternoon um, as a matter of fact but let's keep that conversation going if you have questions or comments about the show you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. There are so many exceptional podcasts coming up, more with fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who could find this episode inspiring, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram or tag us at lifting underscore leaders. 
If you'd like to know more about us, our guests, or our show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website at www.liftingleaderspodcast.com. I always want to thank Ari Chance Roberts, who is our technical support for this show and who is our right and left arm with anything that has to do with that. Um, And I also want to just ask you to subscribe. It's free. I went on the other day and didn't realize that I had not subscribed <laughs> on one of our our our, uh, our media platforms, and I, I subscribed. So now I won't have to worry about getting word when the next episode comes out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and I want to thank you, Crystal, for co-hosting this episode. I think that we had a lot of fun. I love doing this kind of um, episode where we're just you know talking about not only our own personal stuff, but something that we both know a lot about is a lot of fun, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think it was really important. And I was thinking we should do some more of these sort of like coaches tips, um, for how to, how to, I was going to say, be a better leader, how to, how to be a better leader, but also just how to be a better human. I love it. And I think we're going to be looking at that in just a few weeks, perhaps. And I also want to thank you all for listening. Um, we really do appreciate having listeners and and hearing what you think about it. So please, you know, get back on our website and, and let us know what you think about what we're doing. And if you want to hear something that different or if there's a topic that you want us to discuss, please just write it up. We will be glad to consider it. And who knows, you might find yourself on Lifting Leaders as a, as a guest presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a wonderful week. 